Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove today, joined by Chris Woff. Uh, bringing you the good news that, or the great news even, that Kennedy has signed on loan from Chelsea for the next season. Chris, I it's just going to be a boost to everyone before Newcastle jet off today to Ireland. It's a real positive that Kennedy is back. Uh, Rafa had made him a priority signing basically even before the season had ended. From early April onwards, he was already speaking to Chelsea and trying to get something sorted. Obviously, their managerial situation, the confusion that's still there, and um, the fact that... Chelsea hadn't returned until pre-season three until last week. Complicated matters. Newcastle looked at the possibility of a permanent deal. It proved too expensive. They also looked at trying to get a clause entered into this for, for an option to buy at the end of the season. Don't think either side could agree on price. So I, th- I believe that Newcastle will have, let's call it, first option on the ability to sign him next summer without a price being agreed at the end of the 12-month contract. But there's, there's, there's nothing beyond that. Um, and now really it, it, it's up to Kennedy to come and impress we spoke to Rafa Benitez yesterday and he said that it's a great sign it's a big boost Kennedy made a huge difference but he's challenged Kennedy to score more goals going forward and improve himself and if he does then the likelihood is the pr- his price will go up and Chelsea will feel that they've done the right thing and not agreeing to price for Newcastle at this stage Great statement of intent he fit in really well with the squad when he joined in January you saw the snapchats and you know, and they always seem to be training with a smile, playing with a smile. It'll be good for the squad to get a familiar um, face back as well. That should be an easy transition from, you know, from essentially returning to Chelsea and then returning back to Newcastle. Yeah, that's the real positive about this. Kennedy knows the environment. He knows what he's coming to join. He knows the majority of his teammates other than Key. Benitez knows him well. They know how he works. He fit in really well because there were the question marks when he first came up after couple of off-field incidents at Chelsea like on the pre-season tour 12 months ago and things like that but uh, I think it is a positive in that sense and I think it gives everyone on Tyneside a bit of a boost because he's signed the alternative is where you could look at it is that essentially Newcastle are now where they were at the end of last season the transfer window they've signed three players but two of those were already here on loan and have now just joined well one of them permanently one season long loan deal the other key is basically a replacement for Mikel Marino, who is going to leave imminently. So it is a positive in one sense, but it also just shows that now Newcastle are back to where they were at the end of last season, and now it's about building, progressing, and making sure they're going to be really competitive for that top 10 position next season. But I suppose there was a worry that Newcastle weren't going to re-sign Kennedy, so the fact that Benitez has got arguably the one man he wanted, and then you know he was then he'll go into the market and see what else he can get is... It's a massive positive. Oh, undoubtedly. I think that the Kendi come back, I think he's a huge addition for Newcastle. You could see what he brought to the team. Suddenly there was there was an energy about Newcastle, an ability to attack from anywhere. His confidence on the ball is what really sets him apart. He's quite willing to get it wherever in the pitch and, and have a bit of a go. I have to be honest, I think in away games he hasn't really shone yet, except 
15-20 minutes at Leicester I think that's where Newcastle look to improve him as well going forward as well as the fact that he needs to add more goals he's got two goals and two assists needs to add more of those to his games but set piece wise very good pace flexibility as well he can play left wing right wing left back is cover if necessary and we saw him play away at Liverpool as a, a left wing back in a defensive sense he can also do that in an attacking sense so ideally his best position I think is the left wing but that flexibility is something Benitez likes and means Newcastle can have a few more options next season away from home post on Twitter that my most favourite thing about him is his willingness to track back even when he is playing as a left wing we've seen down the years Hatton been off a brilliant going forward not a defensive bone in his body the same again no disrespect to David Ginola but John Berbersoff will tell you that uh, he wasn't the easiest man to play uh, behind whereas Kennedy seems to know you know, for the, for the team to work he has to track back he has to go out and help and he's got a willingness to do so and he's very good at it as well yeah well he's got a, he's got a real engine on him I think in the first few games he got taken off somewhere between the hour and 75 minute mark because he hadn't played much in the first half of last season what really excites me this year is he's going to have basically a full pre-season with Newcastle behind him yes the first few days he's missed but in general he's going out to Carton House he's going to be out in Ireland with the squad and he can really get prepared to show what he can do and, and Benitez we know likes hard working wingers he, he likes Matt Ritchie that element of his game he likes all of his players to contribute as much as they possibly can and he knows with Kennedy that if he tells them something, if he gives them a specific job, he's willing to carry that out. But I think ideally, in the future, Benitez wants to be able to give Kennedy a bit more of a free role because when he does have that free role and when he is given a little bit a little bit off the leash defensively, we know he can cause havoc. And, and in, in games where they start to open up and the space on the pitch, the pace he shows and the confidence on the ball and the ability to beat a man is what won Newcastle a few of the important games last season. It was the difference between drawing some games and losing some games. And going forward, I think that's going to be important again. What does it mean for the likes of Atsu, Jacob Murphy, you know, the, the, the players who will effectively be battling for their first-team place now? I mean, Kennedy will be the first the first choice, won't he, on the wing? Well, almost certainly. I mean, the thing, the thing about Rafa is he gives everyone the opportunity to impress them. So if Kennedy, for whatever reason, his levels did drop, if Benitez didn't think he was getting enough from him then the other players will be given an opportunity to try and get into the first team but Atsu we know has had a knee operation he's promised fans they're going to see a new element to his game this year so I'm excited to see how he can lift up the level because essentially Kennedy took Atsu's place in the team last year when he came in good competition on that side Atsu can play both wings Jacob Murphy this is a huge season for him the last year was always going to be a bit transitional but um, he's been able to learn from the likes of Kendi over the last few months, similar age, but I think that Kendi's further on, his development has matured a lot younger, uh, and these players really lift up their game. Someone like Rolando Ahrens would not be surprised now to see him go, be it on loan or permanently. We know he's had both on-pitch issues with injuries and also off-field problems, uh, being in court and things like that. So uh, it's a, it, it really is a telling season in his career, but I think the interesting one from this is Matt Ritchie. There's been a lot of speculation over the last few weeks. Stoke City are very interested. They want them. Uh, haven't yet matched what Newcastle would want, which would be 15 million plus. Um, I think it's been slightly misconceived in, in certain areas that Rafa Benitez wants to sell Matt Ritchie. That's not the case. If in the ideal world, Benitez would love to keep Ritchie. But the thing is, Ritchie also wants to play football. If Townsend was to arrive, which... Benitez is pushing for it, Newcastle are pushing for it. 
Kennedy may, uh, sorry, Richie may, may then think, am I going to play first team football? Maybe I want to go elsewhere. Um, so it's not as simple as it necessarily seems. It's not that Newcastle are looking to offload Richie to get in Townsend. It's quite complex, multifaceted situation, but he's the one at the moment whose future is a little bit of an uncertain because of that and because of Stoke's interest. And if Sheridan Shakiri does go to Liverpool, as has been reported, then that might free up a bit of cash for Stoke to come back with a higher offer. With Kenny, was it a case that Newcastle were the only ones in for him who put the money, the money on the table, the deal on the table, uh, or was it a case that he had quite a few to choose from and he made the decision to come to Newcastle? Well, early in the summer, there was tentative interest from some big clubs. I know for a fact that Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig did take a look at him. Whether that tentative interest ever got further than that, I'm not really sure. I don't think there was ever a firm bid. Benitez has been vital in bringing Kennedy here in the first place. He tried to get him last year, got him in January, and bringing him back. Make no mistake, if Benitez wasn't here, then Kennedy would not be back here because he's got the relationship with his agent. He spoke to David Luiz, who he's very good friends with, who convinced Kennedy that Benitez was the person who could help him develop. And there was tentative interest from, from some other clubs. I think there were a couple of other loan bids from, from clubs on the continent, but the relationship Benitez had with Kennedy convinced him to come back. In 12 months' time, when the situation arises, when we, as we know at the moment, Rafa Benitez's contract will be up as well, I think that that could play, the two of them could be interlinked. Kennedy's not going to stay long-term if Rafa Benitez doesn't stay long-term. And one of the things that may help convince Rafa Benitez he can stay at Newcastle and do have ambition is to, to put the money where their mouth is and if Kennedy impresses, to sign him next summer because the likes of Bayern Munich may not have made an offer this year, Arsenal, Liverpool, but if Kennedy impresses across the course of the full season, make no mistake that some big European clubs will want him. Rafa Benitez, you spoke to him yesterday for the first time uh, since the end of last season. Uh, how was he? You seemed in good form. Talked about transfers, talked about Jamal Lascelles, which we'll get onto in a moment. But in general, I mean, you, you saw him um, at the 1892 Foundation Cup. Brilliant to see him interacting with the youngsters, with some young coaches as well. Uh, what was your take on it? Yeah, I mean, just first of all, just on the event itself, I think it's, it's a great event, which really was the brainchild of Benitez. He brought it in first time suit two summers ago so this was the the third annual 1892 foundation cup it's the 10th year 10th anniversary year of the Newcastle United Foundation this season um, and basically it was great to see 140 odd school kids there playing in this tournament getting free kits I thought it was a brilliant initiative that before the kits have even been put on sale these these kids were giving them free um, and we're able to play in them and then Benitez came and presented the awards and you can see he just genuinely enjoys engaging in the community with things like that in terms of Benitez's mood if I compare it to 12 months ago I'd say it's markedly different look there's no doubt he's frustrated he, he would have liked more business by now he definitely wanted a striker uh, he would have liked to have seen other changes happen by now but I think that he understands that, that fans need a bit of a they need a bit of a boost the momentum from last season has dissipated a little bit over the summer the frustrating transfer window and the fact that he hasn't signed a new long term deal he's at the final 12 months of his contract there's all these reports that clubs elsewhere are already looking at him I think he understands that he needs to, to show fans that look I still am committed to this club I still want to stay long term but it's up to the owner to deliver so I thought it was very interesting that he offered up the statement that he would like to stay for another five to ten years if possible and the onus is now on the club to deliver that so he's very happy with the players he has at his disposal but I think he's worried in terms of injuries 
if Newcastle got three or four injuries to first team players, that's probably start to struggle. So he needs to see the club put some ambition both in transfers and bringing in first team players, the likes of a striker, also uh, infrastructure at the academy and training ground. But overall, I think he is fairly happy and relaxed with the situation and just wants to see progress in the last three and a half weeks of the window. But him staying, staying for five, ten years, that's not, nothing really new. We've heard that before. He's made it clear uh, last season uh, in the months kind of first, when he's, the first contract got sorted that he'd be quite happy to stay out long term if his ambitions are, are, are met. It's not, it's not a new statement really, is it? He's just clarified it again. And is it another... I mean, how many warning shots can he give to Mike Ashley and say, look, I'm happy, but just match my ambition? Well, it is different just in the sense that during the final weeks of last season, we could not get Benitez to say that. So he did early on in the campaign. I remember the long BBC interview and a few times speaking to us. He said, I'd like to stay five to ten years. We couldn't even get him to confirm during the final three or four weeks of last season that he would still be Newcastle United manager for the 2018-19 campaign. He said, I can't look long-term because uh, there's no long-term plan here. So his statements have shifted slightly from that. Don't get me wrong, I think at the same time it's part of a one-shot. He confirmed he's had face-to-face talks with Mike Ashley this summer. He wanted those. And he's come out of those and still hasn't signed a new contract. So Newcastle, surely the warning signs have to be there. The alarm bells must be ringing. Um, and it's almost a catch-22 situation because I think in terms of the way that transfers go, Newcastle may look at it as in, well, you want such and such a player for 15, 20 million, signed a three- to five-year contract but you won't sign another deal until the end of the summer. If we commit to that and then you leave in 12 months' time, another manager might have a player they don't want. But Benitez sees it the opposite way, as in, if you don't back me, how am I ever going to know you're going to support me in the future because you've let me down in the past? So it's a vicious circle at the moment, and I think that basically Benitez has said to them, look, we're parking any contract talks till August. The focus now has to be on securing players. It was the same in January when he was he was surprised when the first approach about a new deal and he said, look, we get through at the end of the January window. Then negotiations happened over the succeeding months, haven't brought anything yet. I think the five-year deals on the table. I think even shorter-term deals, one- and two-year deals have been offered to him, but he won't sign anything yet because he wants to know, he doesn't want to commit himself to anything until he sees how this window plays out. So the onus is very much on Newcastle United and Mike Ashley to make sure that Benitez is strengthened, is given the resources to strengthen the club on and off the pitch. And if he's seen, if he's given the inclination that he can do that, this is where he wants to be, and he wants fans to know that. And that's why I think we got this quite positive message. Well, more positive than has been message from yesterday. Was this suggestion then that he got what he wanted out of the, the meeting with Mike Ashley? Obviously, he wanted to meet with Mike Ashley, but did. Was there any suggestion yesterday to you that it was a positive meeting and you know he got what he wanted? I think it was a meeting where both of them put a point across points, and I think that as, as always seems to be the case when the two of them do speak directly, uh, there was an understanding there, and there was almost a likeness between them that they enjoy they enjoy each other's company, they seem to get along well, and seem to understand one another. In terms of coming out reaching an agreement, I think it was pretty much as I've just said, it's wait and see what happens in August. Uh, this Rafa said I need X, Y and Z Mike Ashley said well we could deliver this so Benitez is, is going to wait and see where the land lies once the transfer window closes on August the 9th I believe it is but I think that, that for Benitez it, it is 
almost it's it, it's a change in mentality the club he needs to see. I think he looks at it as in again this summer we know he wanted business done early. Newcastle are going to have a limited transfer pot or do have a limited transfer pot at the moment. The way Benitez sees it is if you're going to maximise that, you get players early because then you go in before the people get before the clubs get involved. Prices don't rise as high, agent fees aren't as high, and Newcastle have failed to do that. So they may miss out on some of their targets. And he wants a change in all this approach. He wants. He, I don't think he believes that he's that the club have enough trust and faith in his ability in the transfer market with things like that. He feels that he should be given the responsibility. Here's your money. Go and spend it when when you want and he thinks that some of the hesitation has, has prevented him from being able to to develop the squad as he wants to and he needs all of that to change going forward or at least see that it is beginning to change one man who has come in and was key was Benitez wanted him got him uh, what did he say to you yesterday about the arrival of Key? yeah I mean Key was a is basically a like for like replacement for Macan Marino Benitez basically confirmed he knew a month six weeks ago as we've basically been intimating that, that that Raquel Marino really from the last few weeks of the season the mood music was that he wanted to go back to Spain um, it was interesting but he is because he spoke and a lot of people have mentioned the get out clause and I understand the same 10 million is very low but Benitez makes the point that Newcastle would never have got Raquel Marino in the first place if there hadn't been a buyout clause in his Dortmund contract a similar sort of con- uh, clause was demanded by Marino's representatives so the same could happen this summer and essentially, he's done the similar sort of thing where he's moved on. Um, Benitez wanted to keep him. He, had, he used the term that it's a pity that, that, that Marino's gone, but but he wants first-team football. He struggled to get back at the team with Diarmi and Shelby playing so well. And so Benitez wanted like for like replacement. He's brought in Key, who brings greater experience, which is what Benitez wants in his team. He wants more Premier League experience, 104 national caps as well, South Korea captain someone who will bring a wealth of experience there and knows John Joe Shelby well. So if Benitez has had mountains of money, would Key Sung Young have been the, the defensive midfielder they've signed this summer? Probably not, but I think on a free transfer to replace Mikel Marino and then be able to use some, at least some of that Mikel Marino money straight away to bring in other players, I think it's a, a good, shrewd bit of business and well done Newcastle United for completing it because a couple of weeks ago on this podcast I said, I said they hadn't planned for Marino's uh, release clearly they have and they've managed to do it before he's gone and, and fair play to them and I think he's a good sign yeah, on to Jamal Styles now lots of reports yesterday that West Ham had made a bid for Jamal Styles. Uh Rafa was asked whether he, he was aware of um, any bids and he said we're not concentrating on that he's not for sale I mean the message couldn't be clear Jamal Styles is, is not for sale but as history has shown before with, with Mike Ashley, every player has his price. Every player does have their price, but I don't think that's just the case with Newcastle United. If, if someone came in with absolutely silly money for Jamal Lascelles early enough in the window so that Benitez thought he could get a good replacement in, I think any player would have their price, but the message is very much Jamal Lascelles is not for sale, certainly not at 20 to £25 million in a market as it is now you keep him for another year if he progresses in the course he's doing see if he gets capped by England you're probably going to be talking a 50-60 million pound player quite easily in the current market you don't get many English centre-backs um, and he's Newcastle United's captain he is happy here um, and so the message is very much I, Benita said he wants Jamal Lascelles to stay for a number of years 
thinks he has so much progression to do here and I think this is very much being driven from well from West Ham but also I think his, his agent would quite like or people around his agent would quite like potentially a move and so for now I just I think that it couldn't have been any clearer from Rafa Benitez that his captain is not for sale and Newcastle are certainly not going to entertain any offers at 20 to 25 million Fantastic um, and just briefly we'll mention the World Cup your favourite topic um, by the time this goes out we'll know probably whether or we'll be building up at the very uh, very least to the World Cup semi-final um, it's been a brilliant tournament thus far um, without John Joe Shelby you know many fans are going to be thinking about the difference he could have made into an England team but England haven't needed him they've played really well they could be in a World Cup final they could be and John Joe Shelby spoke about last week and he said he's very pleased for for the England players and that the, he's, he's basically moved on from that I imagine it must be quite difficult for him sitting there watching it knowing that he did have an outside chance at one stage being in that squad and I still think there possibly was a place from somewhere there thereabouts not starting and certainly he may not even have made an appearance other than in the Belgium game where Southgate made a lot of changes at the tournament but I think that he, he, he could still have had a positive influence but his focus now as it has been all summer he said he, he couldn't wait to get back He's been counting down the days until pre-season training. His focus now has to be performed for Newcastle United week in, week out. And if he does, then maybe the door will be open once again, even given the difficult relationship I think he has with Gareth Southgate. So it's it's a shame for Shelby in that sense, but uh, I'm sure England fans are, are, are loving how they're doing so far in, in this tournament. Um, Rafa Benitez spoke to yesterday. He said that he thinks England have got a great chance of, of, of winning it now. We've spoke about how the likes of Spain, Portugal are out. Uh, Germany, Italy didn't even qualify, and so he, he he's very much back in England and, and hopes they can do well. Um, and it's just a bit bizarre, really, that the World Cup's still going on. So that in theory, the 2017-18 season hasn't finished, and already we're pre-season training. Some teams like Liverpool have already had pre-season friendlies, and Newcastle are flying off to Ireland this afternoon, and uh, already the seasons are in England, and we're moving on to the next football year. Uh, fantastic. Well, just briefly, just to wrap it up, Castle Striker Search, that is the focus now for Rafa Benitez. He wants a, someone who can get some goals. Uh, Tammy Abraham, who he wanted last season, but he went off to Swansea. His report that he is now ready to move on from Chelsea. That would obviously have to be a permanent deal for Newcastle because of the Kennedy deal. Uh, Rondon from West Brom is another one that's in the frame. For you, Chris, I mean, who is the, the main target? Who do you think Newcastle can get from your understanding? Well, player and Rondon, as in Alassane player and Nissan and Salomon Rondon at West Bromwich Albion are definitely targets. I think that Benitez was hopeful, particularly on player, that Newcastle could have wrapped something up before everything came out. They're putting his bid of around £20 million. It's rejected and they haven't yet met Nisa's asking price. Borussia Mönchengladbach are making very strong uh, play for him and I think at the moment it's it's looking unlikely I hope I'm wrong and I hope Newcastle can prove me wrong but at the moment I'd, I'm just not sure that the player is going to is going to end up at Newcastle next season Rondon's slightly different matter I think he's been offered around Newcastle do have an interest there or certainly Benitez does I think maybe that the hierarchy are a bit concerned about the it's a 16.5 million release clause but the money inflates above that and giving him a 3 or 4 year contract at the age of 20 or 29 um, but I think that he is a very good potential backup option, someone who knows the Premier League and I think still has quite a lot to give. I don't think necessarily he always showed his best at West Brom. 
terms of Tammy Abraham, which is discussing this before, it's not a name that I'd fully, I'd really heard Newcastle were really discussing earlier in the summer. But then again, Tammy Abraham hadn't shown the inclination he wanted to leave permanently. Kendi, as I said, was always the priority on loan. Ruben Loftus Cheek was also of interest, and it looks like he's going to go by the wayside as well. Because as soon as Newcastle signed Kendi on loan, you can only have one player on loan from any Premier League club at once. Abraham, would he be the, uh, the the striker Benitez definitely wants? No, but I suppose if he's available for a reasonable price, he could be a potential backup backup option and even someone who could come in as something like a second striker or something like that. But I'm, I'm not linking him at this stage because I, I haven't heard that information. But I suppose now, if he is seeing, if it is being reported that he's available, it's something that Newcastle, I suppose, will have to look at because Benitez saw a player there 12 months ago and it didn't quite work out from Swansea but I imagine he still thinks that he can get more out of him Fantastic well fingers crossed when we return next week it won't be myself it will be most likely Mark Douglas or Sean McCormick that Newcastle have signed someone uh, I've made an addition obviously they'll be in Ireland and then their whole pre-season tour kicks off including Hull uh, Porto uh, Braga as well and back for FC Augsburg before the season kicks off but hopefully there will be a new addition hopefully this time next week. Uh, England will also maybe, potentially, be World Cup winners. Chris's face is a picture right now. Head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to keep up to date with all the latest Newcastle United news. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe and share the podcast, whether that be through iTunes, Spotify or whichever platform you may be listening through. And if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can do so via our social media channels. We're over on Twitter at Chronicle NUFC and on Facebook at the same handle, Chronicle NUFC. We want your questions, your topics, your feedbacks. So why don't you drop us a line and get in touch?